coming in the fall of 2022. Tommy and the Order of Cosmic Champions, a new novel inspired by the toys and cartoons of the 1980s. Click the link in today's show notes to preview now. The book follows 11-year-old Tommy Grant, who is trying to deal with some unfavorable circumstances in his otherwise tranquil life in rural 1980s Ohio. He retreats to the thing he loves most, the Order of Cosmic Champions, a long-running animated TV program and line of toys that provides Tommy with a much-needed boost of joy, especially when he discovers that the manufacturer is holding a nationwide create-a-character contest. The winning design will be made into an action figure and be sold the world over, with its creator becoming president for a day at the headquarters of the manufacturer. But when Tommy's character design loses out, his world begins to crumble, and you can only think of one way to fix it. Find the kid that submitted the winning design and try to convince him to help make Tommy's dream come true. Visit orderofcosmicchampions.com now where you can read about the inspiration for the new book. Watch the teaser trailer. Listen to the official theme song, Stand or Fall by Stan Bush. See action figure designs based on the Order of Cosmic Champions characters and sign up for updates on the novel's progress and upcoming release date. That's orderofcosmicchampions.com or click the link in today's show notes. Tommy and the Order of Cosmic Champions, a new novel by Anthony Rapino and Anthony Great, coming in the fall of 2022. The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! The time circuits are set and the Retro Network Time Machine is ready to journey back to the past. Your pilots this week, uh, your pilots most every week, You've got Jason here and Mickey. Most everyone. Yeah, I'm not even <laughs> going to joke about that or anything. <laughs> Last time I made a joke, you were out the next week. So yeah. I'm not going to jinx it. How was your yeah. uh, week? How was your four days off? Uh, very, very nice. Other than the fact I talked about on After Hours that I was going to watch The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance and it got delayed in shipment. So I still haven't watched it yet. Oh, no. That's and nice. it's still not here as we record this. Hmm. Huh. It's supposed to be here Saturday, so maybe I'll still get it in this weekend. All right. But I did watch uh, New Year's Day while I was off. I watched Rocky since that was the date of the fight in 76. Got to rewatch that. And the next morning, uh, they've added Slapshot to Tubi. So I got to watch that again with Paul Newman. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we talked about sports movies, I meant to put that on my list, but uh, I think I will now. Yeah, I dig Slapshot. Well, it's free on Tubi right now. Cool. Well, there's a quick little, uh, what have you been watching? <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> it should be, uh, just from what I've got put together this week, uh, what have you been eating lately? <laughs> because I posted several things in the lounge, and Wendy's just slapped me in the face the last time I was at Walmart. 
because I got three items that were branded by Wendy's. I got the Wendy's Baconator Pringles, the Wendy's Spicy Chicken Pringles, and the Wendy's Frosty Cereal. Hmm. How's the cereal? It's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. It's nothing to, uh, it's, you know, it's more of a gimmick thing, yeah. but it wasn't bad. So. Well, I had the Baconator chips a while back when they came out months ago. They were okay. I mean, the Pringles, they're coming out with all these new flavors and they're all kind of like around the same level. I call them all, they're good, but it's nothing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this becomes a, you know, regular flavor or anything. So. Yeah. I'll back you up on that. I I thought those actually got better the more you ate, hmm. but they all still have that kind of Pringles flavor that you're used to. And then sprinkle a little, you know, something on top there. The spicy yeah. chicken ones were pretty good. They had a nice, uh, it wasn't an, an overpowering heat. So you got a little bit of the chicken sandwich flavor in there. I guess it was, but it was kind of, both of those were just kind of, well, I tried it and, on to the next thing, you know. I've the, heard a rumor. Uh-huh. I've heard a rumor that one of the next flavors coming out in the near future is chicken and waffles. I think I would like the savory sweet combo. Now, I I think they've done that before. Okay, well, maybe they're bringing it back again. Yeah, yeah. And I did enjoy those. I think I got a couple cans of those when they were out. Uh, maybe even hunted those down somewhere. But, yeah, they were they were pretty good. What was like the best I've ever had was that fireball eggnog that I was telling everybody about. Mm. Once I got into that, man, oh, best eggnog ever. And even without the liquor, you know, it was nice. The That cinnamon, that boom, just hit you like an atomic fireball. And the eggnog was more of just a aftertaste, which is, you know, I'm not a huge eggnog drinker, but that was really good. But that's probably past everybody now. So next year, try Fireball Eggnog. I do have uh, some, have you heard, all food related this week. We'll bring that back. How about it? Okay. So uh, first off, I know you've been clamoring for this. And it comes out the day that this episode drops. Have you heard that KFC is launching its plant-based beyond fried chicken on Mm. January 10th? Ooh, <laughs> people in their fake meat calling it meat. Just call <laughs> it something else, people. It ain't meat. It's beyond meat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like behind meat. You know, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Comes yeah. out of my behind. I am a frequent customer to KFC. I might try it just for the sake of trying it. Listen, and the I'm only not, listen, the only reason though is because I know you're <laughs> you like to make fun of me on this stuff. When I tried the uh the veggie whopper, whatever they call it, uh, at Burger King, it still had that flame broiled flavor with it, you know. So I just want to see if those eleven herbs and spices can do anything for this. Now see, there's a chip Pringle needs to make. KFC Beyond me? Spice. No, 11 herbs and spices <laughs> chips. Make like a Kentucky fried chicken flavored Oh, chip. gosh, yeah. But now you're now, talking. You do your research on the Beyond Meat stuff, folks. All the stuff that's in it all combined, it's worse for you than eating the actual meat. So, and it costs you more 
it's just ridiculous. Yeah. What are you saving at this point? Cows are domestically raised for your pleasure. I mean, it's not like you're saving a bunch of wild animals. It's not like you're saving the bald eagle by eating a fake meat piece of chicken. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> aggravates me. All right. Well, I mean, I, if you want fake meat, just go to Taco Bell like you've always done. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, been uh, clinically proven, right? Yeah. Well, I ignore some research. They're they're reading. beyond <laughs> they're beyond meat without even advertising it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, the, the rest of this stuff should be good to you. I'm burying the lead here. So uh, next up, how about a couple new flavors of pop tarts? Okay. Have you heard the two new flavors for pop tarts are frosted Boston cream donut? Yeah. I imagine that's just going to have, you know, like a pop tarty taste anyway. I mean, that's something they would do when they do their like uh, cream or their chocolate vanilla cream stuff. So probably not much of a stretch there. I'm interested in it though. It looks, the, the filling looks more like the cream in a Boston cream donut, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. The other flavor is frosted apple fritter. Now that sounds pretty good. It kind of looks like a toaster strudel on the box with just the drizzled icing on it one of the flavors here in the last year they done was the crisp apple and it was really good so an apple fritter and yeah i'd be mm-hmm. down with that have you speaking of toaster strudels have you tried the boston cream pie toaster strudels i don't think so is that, that something new that's been around for a while uh but it's got a pack of chocolate icing that you put on it with the like boston cream stuff inside the bavarian mm-hmm. cream it's pretty tasty the last time I was buying toaster strudel, it was the uh, the breakfast version where you get like eggs and cheese and sausage or eggs and mm-hmm. cheese and bacon in. Well, Those you are- need to revisit your grocer's freezer and try some of the Boston cream pie ones. Okay. If you like Boston cream pie. I gotta, I've got to think that it would top the Pop-Tart version. All right. Uh, I know you're the uh, zero sugar guy. Mountain Dew is uh, introducing Spark Zero Sugar. And Spark is the raspberry lemonade flavor. I tried the Spark just this week. Mm-hmm. My daughter got a 12-pack. Wasn't a fan. Yeah. And I'll say this, too, about the Mountain Dew Zero. The taste of it is off. It, you know, this is me because I'm used to the stuff. Most people would probably disagree. But the Diet Mountain Dew just to me tastes better than the Mountain Dew Zero. So I tried the Zero several times and I've just stuck with the regular old diet Mountain Dew. What's the difference? It, you know, the Zero Sugar is supposed to taste more like regular Mountain Dew than the diet does. And maybe that's why now I'm so used to the diet Mountain Dew that it just, it may taste overly sweet without the sugar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just, it's, it's off. And it could just be where I'm so used to the diet Mountain Dew. When I first started drinking diet Mountain Dew, cause I drank regular Mountain Dew my whole life. I thought I was going to gag myself to death on diet Mountain <laughs> Dew. It took me a good month and a half of trying to drink it on a regular basis to get used to it. But now that I'm used to it, I can't remember in my taste bud memory bank, a difference between it and all the years I drank regular Mountain Dew. So. Yeah, I guess once you get the, used to it, muscle yeah. memory. That's right. I think the best zero I've had is the uh, Dr. Pepper. And I'm not a huge Dr. Pepper fan, but 
that was as close as I think you can get to the just regular Dr. Pepper flavor. Yeah. Really good. You got to watch the zero stuff too. I mean, as a borderline diabetic myself, I say borderline because I've been controlling it really well. I've actually dropped down to like borderline status. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I drink Coke zero, it'll spike my sugar, which it don't have sugar in it, but some fake sweeteners, uh, the chemistry in them, your body will react like it's real sugar, which is weird because like uh, the Pepsi Max or whatever, their version of zero Mm -hmm. don't do a thing to me, but Coke zero, I can't drink because weird, weird. So do they use the same sweeteners in the diet version or is it just the sugar dumbed down? I don't know what's actually in the zero versions. It's just some other chemicals. That, and I, hmm. I, I want to say that some of them use the uh, agave nectar based stuff, which I'm not a huge fan of anyway, because it's got a bitter taste on its own. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they just got good old NutraSweet in Diet Mountain Dew or something. Could be. I don't know. I'm not a diet soda drinker, but I have tried the zeros. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. Do you have Turkey Hill brand ice cream in your area? We do not. Well, yeah, we might I, at the Kroger, but I, I never go to Kroger. I. It does not look familiar to me. Uh, just shopping around here. I don't shop now, for ice cream much, but uh huh. Now where you're at, you might not, but I know where you come from in Pennsylvania. That's where I used to see all the Turkey Hill markets mm-hmm. that Kroger owns. So anyway, if you have uh, maybe a Kroger in your area and you're an ice cream fan, they have a new mystery flavor. And if you guess the flavor, send in your answer, I guess on their website, you have a chance to win Free ice cream for your life. Hmm. So, I have not. I, well, I did see uh, one of the other sites I follow. They had a guess in there, but I, I didn't look. I, like I said, I'm not a huge ice cream person anyway. I can't eat a lot of ice cream. But uh, if you have one in your area, you want to, you know, get in on this mystery flavor craze that's happening. There's one for ice cream now. Well, outside of the yearly Mountain Dew Voodoo being mm-hmm. a mystery flavor because I like to collect the cans. So I buy a 12 pack and of course I'm going to try it. I'm done with mystery flavors because, yeah. you know, it used to be a necessity to do some of them when my youngest and I had the YouTube food review channel, you, know, right. you got to do the mystery flavor stuff, but I found that at most of it, I've not enjoyed and I'm just wasting money on something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So hey, that makes sense. Yeah. And especially the mystery flavor pop tart. That was the most recent mystery flavor. My oldest had bought a box. I thought, well, I'll try them. It was everything bagel flavored and they were just not good. That's not what a pop tart should be. No, now, I, I didn't, I didn't spend the money on that box of pop tarts. So I wasn't too upset, but if I'd spent my money on the box of pop tarts, I would have just been very disappointed that like I spent three bucks on something that I'm not going to eat now. Now what so, was on the inside? If it's everything bagel, I mean, was that the, that was whatever. the flavor of the current of the, everything back and it just wasn't it wasn't good it just wasn't very good but that's just a an example of the mystery flavor stuff it's Mm -hmm. just such a it may be a novelty like oh i hope i can guess what it is but odds are you're just not going to like it and you're not going to consume all of it and it's a waste of money well they try to do too much they they try to do too much i think the best example of the mystery flavor was twizzlers 
because it was the, just raspberry. The best example of mystery flavor was old school lunches. Like what is today's mystery meat? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got the texture of pork, but it tastes like chicken. <laughs> I'm not sure what this is. But no, I, I remember getting the Twizzlers and we're like, is, is it something else? Is It just tastes, you know, just like raspberry. It's not, and come to find out it was just raspberry. So, you know, I, that's a little less uh, confusing. I mean, we're mm-hmm. so confused because we're trying to, th- okay, this is like a, you know, pink starburst or, you know, something like that. So specific rather than just doing a flavor that everybody enjoys that you don't normally put out, you know, right. Like a generic flavor, you know? Yeah. Okay. I've got, let's see. I've got two more big news from pizza hut. Have you heard they are launching the book it bundle with a free special edition book it t-shirt, like old school logo mm-hmm. t-shirt. Uh, so they're going to be doing this nationwide throughout uh, 2022. And basically they're going to donate a dollar every time you order this bundle, which it's a two large one topping pizza and breadsticks. So, they so get you this don't bundle. even have to have a good uh, report card. to get Right. This. Yeah. So this, oh, <laughs> it's all just it's nostalgia. A built. It's, it's all nostalgia built in, but if you, on, pizza Hut. the first 20,000 pizza hut fans, to uh, order the bundle on the app, they get a uh, a free T-shirt. So you were six days in. That's probably gone <laughs> from the new year. I uh, really want to give Pizza Hut credit, but I just every every step they make is just in the wrong direction. It's not hard, Pizza Hut. Just call me. <laughs> I've tweeted at you. Other people have tweeted at you on my behalf to call me. It's it, it, forget all this extra crap. Take that commercial you've made with Craig, whatever his face is at the old pizza hut, blow that up, put it on the whiteboard, point to it, to your directors and say, this is what we need to get back to. I don't care if it's fake brick or real brick inside, but we need the stained glass lamps. We need the red cups. We need the candle. We need to serve the first slice. We need the jukebox. It's not hard, people. You've got all the tools already in place. And the other big thing, which every company these days seem to have a problem with, you just need to hire a few more people, too. Because when you go to Pizza Hut and you got two people working, one of them's in the kitchen, one of them's running the register and being the hostess and being the waiter slash waitress, you, yeah, that's not good. Not good at all. And bring back the pitchers with beer. <laughs> yeah. Put the Eagles on the jukebox. Forget all this <laughs> Ariana Grande stuff. <laughs> if I want something Grande, I'm going to Taco Bell. I'm going to Pizza Hut. You got me there. Well done. <laughs> no, I just thought it was fun that they're at least touching on the their retro self, you know, with the Everybody knows and loves Book It and that whole program. And but you had to earn it then. Now you just have to give them money. That it's it's still different. I know it's <laughs> different. I know they're not. It. And there's no, you know, there's no qualm about it. They're not trying to bring the Book It back, but they're just touching on that little piece of nostalgia for people that remember it. We're getting we're getting too far away from it, you know. 
No, <laughs> still not. It's just, it's a cash grab. That's mm. all it is. They well, don't, they don't care about it behind the scenes. I'm not no, going to care just, about it out front. They just you know want to get I mean? the logo out. Yeah, I understand. You know, they'll probably have the t-shirts up in their shop too. Now you want to uh, get a cool bundle and you want to go back nostalgia, re-release those cool back to the future two sunglasses. When you <laughs> order a bundle like that, yeah. I'd be ordering them every day. Or the cool old NCAA basketballs, the street. Oh, yes. Yep. I still have one. All right. Last thing. And have you heard, Mick? And you might have since uh, Gary posted it in the lounge today. Speaking Mm -hmm. of Taco Bell. Have you heard Taco Bell has launched their $10 taco subscription service nationwide? Well, I've heard they've still not brought back the Mexican pizza. But, uh. I did read into that today, but go ahead and finish your story if you have any more to it before. Yeah, I... so uh, so you are allowed for 30 consecutive days in the app. You'll have a an opportunity to add a free, one of seven free signature tacos. Hard so taco, you... soft taco, hard supreme, soft supreme, Doritos Locos, Doritos Locos Supreme, and... Spicy Potato. Spice. I like that spicy potato. I haven't tried that one yet. That's good. I did try the uh, cheddar chipotle chalupa the other day, which was freaking awesome. But no, so yeah, you pay ten bucks a month. So it's like I don't know what does that work out to like thirty three cents a piece. <laughs> but you have to, you know, it's like, are you going to go to Taco Bell thirty days out of the month? No. Well, listen. Let's say you do. Right. <laughs> okay. This Taco Bell. This is brilliant. It is, yeah. They're going to get your 10 bucks. But who is going to Taco Bell and only eating one taco? So you think you've got this fantastic deal. Yeah, you're going every day and getting a free taco. But you know what? While you're there, you're going to pick up a couple burritos or something or other and spend money that you normally wouldn't even go buy Taco Bell. But now because you're paying for this, you're going to go as many days that month as you can. And you're going to spend more money there than you would normally. So it's genius. It is. Genius. It is. I don't know what a you know regular taco or Doritos taco costs. Maybe what two bucks. Well, I can tell you a soft taco, non-supreme, is a buck thirty-nine. So if you're ordering, I think the hard taco is like a dollar nineteen. So let's use that. Mm-hmm. You would spend thirty and change. You'd spend I don't know forty-five bucks just ordering one hard shell taco a day for a month. Yeah, you the can get that there. Ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm trying to figure out is how many days do you have to go to actually get your money's worth? You know, if you're going to get the higher end ones, like the Doritos Locos ones, those are probably what two bucks or two fifty. You'd have to go there about four or five times during the month to make it worth your while. So I don't know. That's not bad. (laughs) But then I could probably make. (laughs) You're paying uh, actual price though. You're not. You know, it's like right, and you're going out of your way. Most likely. You're right. Yeah, so. <laughs> Spend the gas money to get a free, free taco, taco every day. Yeah. yeah it, it doesn't make sense to me, but I know people that live next to a Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. You can uh, just walk in and get your snack every day. But it's, I mean, it's it, like you said, it, this is going to make some money for them if people yeah. really buy into this. But anyway. The taco lovers pass. Yeah, I'm going to pass. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's all I had for Have You Heard. Are you ready to go back in time this week? I am. Now, we are uh, pausing our retro rumbles because uh, Mick had an idea to go back and do something we've done before, kind of in a new way. So what year are we going back to, Mick? 1992. The good old days. The good old days. And what are we going to be doing in 1992? It's a time capsule episode. We're going to just look back at a bunch of stuff from 1992. Since this is 30 years on from then, we'll see what was happening 30 years ago. Sounds good. And you, uh, like I said, uh, posted a time capsule uh, article on Retro Ramblings, which we will be essentially going through. So I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to click over and follow along as we are going through the podcast. So. If you're ready, I am. Let's head back to the 90s in this week's Retro Network Time Machine. All right, here we are in 1992, ready to uh, do our time capsule episode. And there's a lot of, lot of stuff uh, in this post. Uh, events and then we're going to go through music and sports <laughs> sports movies tv shows music lots of great stuff just jam-packed episode here uh similar to what we've done in the past but uh mick has it all laid out for- you did the homework this week man i'm proud of you yeah how about that <laughs> well take it away all right so we're going to start with the important dates in 1992 there may have been some important dates to you personally that are off this list but this is for generally speaking the important dates in 1992 january 7th at&t introduced the video phone priced at one thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars jeez and it's described as the world's first full color motion video phone that allowed home telephone customers to send or receive video images as well as spoken words. And I put a picture on here. Oh gosh. <laughs> I put this picture on here. You see that older couple using that phone? There's no way in no way in hell <laughs> they would have been able to work that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Discover a new way to reach out and touch someone. Yeah, I got in trouble last time I reached out and touched a stranger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, January 13th, serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer admitted to killing 15 young men, but pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Uh, later on February 15th, a jury found Dahmer to be legally sane at the time of the murders and sentenced him to 15 consecutive life sentences without chance of parole. Is it just me, or did the 90s seem like the decade of serial killers? Serial killers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot that came out there. in general. <laughs> David Koresh's and stuff like that. So That's right. Uh, February. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> February, he wasn't a serial killer. He just killed a couple people. He got okay. a, All three right. or more is the rule or something. Oh, okay. Like I didn't know what the, uh, what the definition was. Yeah. And they have to be connected. Otherwise, it's just mass murder. It, it takes a lot to be elevated to the level of serial killer. Uh, from February 8th through the 23rd, the 1992 Winter Olympics, officially known as the 16th Olympic Winter Games, were held in Albertville, France. This stat surprised me. A total of 1,801 athletes participated. Hmm. Almost three to one men versus women, though. 
1,313 men and 488 women. I'm not a big Winter Olympics person. I will watch them, watch like the bobsled and things like that, but... Uh, well, now, as you and the, know... And the, our, the long jump, too. Our great friend, Eric, he's a uh, curler out in Oklahoma, of all freaking places. Who would have thought <laughs> that's where you would find curlers? Uh, part of the Tulsa Curling Club. You can Google it. I'm sure Eric would appreciate it. If you're ever in there, stop by and laugh at them while they're doing it. Uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like I, to watch. I like yeah. to watch it on there. It's pretty fun. I like women's hockey too. I know I'll watch teams. hockey. I'm not hockey's not my favorite to watch on TV, but even in the Olympics. But I think last year I found this like desktop curling set at TJ Maxx and sent to Eric. I wonder if he uses it at work. You know. Oh, I'm sure. That's how he gets us keeps his form down, you know. What if it came with like days a, in Tulsa? What if it came with like a miniature broom to like scrub off his desk, you know, as you throw it? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to get back to us on that one. He probably uses it to comb his mustache. So. <laughs> on February sixteenth, Davy Allison won the thirty fourth running of the Daytona five hundred. And just a little over a year later he would meet an untimely death in that helicopter crash at Talladega. On February 24th, singer and songwriter Courtney Love married lead singer of Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. Uh, Yep. And it was all downhill from there. It was. Uh, On March 3rd, President George H.W. Bush admitted that raising taxes was the biggest blunder of his presidency because it was hobbling his bid for re-election. The New York Times reported that Bush regretted raising taxes because of all the political grief he has suffered for agreeing to a 1990 budget compromise with congressional Democrats that raised taxes. And yeah, not to mention he the, lied, too. Right. <laughs> no, that's Read probably, my lips. Yep, that's the most memorable part of his presidency there. No mm. new taxes. We're just going to raise all the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so it may not have been a lie. Technically. Uh, on April 1st, NHL players went on strike for the first time in their 75 year history. Uh, but the strike ended on April 10th. Unlike, uh, you know, major league baseball that lasts for entire seasons, you know? Yeah. I think the NHL players were demanding at least one free hot dog during each uh, period. <laughs> hot dog break. and a beer. Yeah. When you're in the penalty box. Now, this is a big one. April 6th, Microsoft released Windows 3.1, which was my first version of Windows I interacted with. Yeah, I I don't know my Windows timeline. I didn't really start interacting with Windows until like 96 or 97. So that might have been the early, would have XP been out by then? No, Windows 95 was... Or maybe, well, 90, probably 95, yeah. When it was just a vast improvement over 3.1. Uh, Windows yeah. 95 introduced the start button. It was 95. It was 95. Uh, this yeah. 3.1 is where we got Solitaire and Minesweeper for the first time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Windows 95 was the best version of Windows. It was great. I took a uh, whole computer lab course learning uh, Excel and Word and... Uh, Access, what is it? Access or PowerPoint? I don't know. All those that came with it. Yeah. That was Windows 95. 
on April 13th, Pepsi introduced Crystal Pepsi to yeah. test markets in Denver, Sacramento, Dallas, Providence, and Grand Rapids. Overall, the new soft drink generated a positive response from consumers. And this isn't in here, but it didn't hit mass market until the 1st of 93. I got Launched you. So with that Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Oh, Van Halen. Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Gravy. <laughs> yeah. That was a good commercial. <laughs> on April 23rd, the largest McDonald's restaurant in the world opened in Beijing, China. It had 28,000 square feet and 700 seats. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of burgers to serve and fries. I don't know what's on their what would have been on their menu then in China though. Yeah, probably like that was probably like the first seaweed burger. May have been. I, I kind of doubt they got the Shanghai McNuggets there, though. <laughs> Probably would not have been cultural appropriate. Right, yeah. <laughs> Chop, who Who's going to eat chicken McNuggets with chopsticks? They gave you chopsticks with the Shanghai McNuggets. <laughs> Stab them, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. I can get that. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> On April 29th, a jury acquitted three L.A. police officers in the beating of Rodney King. Within hours, the 1992 Los Angeles riots started, sparked by outrage among African Americans over the verdicts and long-standing social issues. That was now, a folks, huge deal. yeah, it was that dominated uh, pretty much that whole decade. Yeah, if you have not watched the documentary LA '92, I can't suggest it highly enough. It was on Hulu as recently as a couple months ago. It's probably still there, and I think I've seen it on. YouTube, I think it's a National Geographic presentation, but it's a documentary of nothing but news footage and home recordings. There's no talking heads. There's no narration. It is all recorded stuff strung together, and it is fantastic. I mean, it's sad to watch. Don't get me wrong, but like as far as the production quality, right? uh, After the verdict is read in the documentary. You know, they have the news footage of that, but they have the home recorded camcorder footage of the riot starting where it started. The people gathering in the street and somebody filming it on home video and the violence, it just erupts right there. Mm. And all that's in there. It's it's a very well done. They took a lot of time and found a whole lot of footage that never made it on the air back in the day. So if you've not seen that, uh, I'd suggest people go watch it. Yeah, I have not seen it. I don't see it. I just pulled it up on Just Watch, and it just shows you can get it if you're a DirecTV or Spectrum subscriber, but you got to rent it pretty much everywhere else. It reminds me of that um, 30 for 30 from 1994, right? Right. Same way. Same way. That was just – there's something just – I don't know. The simpler you get and just letting it – Letting you make the or just soak it in, you know, mm-hmm. just makes it really good. I like that. Um, on May 9th, the last episode of the sitcom The Golden Girls aired on NBC, hmm. which is kind of timely now. With the passing well, of yeah, Boy. yeah, we recorded what the day before she passed away last week. I don't remember much about the Golden Girls finale, do you? No, but I know they come right back with the sequel series, um, Golden Palace. 
which is dropping on Hulu this week. The whole oh run, yeah, where they bought that hotel. So they had Don Cheadle working at the hotel. I remember maybe watching a one or two episodes back in the day, but I, uh, Sophia's I mean, in it, right? It's it's her. Yeah. It's pretty much just Dorothy's the only one missing. Oh, okay. The Golden Palace. Uh, LA 92 is on YouTube. It is? Okay. From the National Geographic channel. It's right at two hours. You just search LA Space 92. Cool. And it's on there. So, what else do we have here? On May 22nd, Johnny Carson made his final appearance on The Tonight Show. That was a big deal. It was. Johnny Carson at that time. Which, if you look at it now, I think didn't Leno end up spending as many years hosting it as Carson did? It's hard to think about. Oh, it really? Like that, I, but. I don't. He what started back in the probably sixties, yeah. so thirty years. Yeah, and I guess Jay Leno started on May twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two, as the new host of the right talk show. That's crazy to think about that he. The well, same, this year would be 30 uh, years, so he got very close. I mean, he's not still doing it. Yeah. He's not done it, but he got really close. That last episode of Carson, I remember Robin Williams being a guest. Um, and uh, Bette Midler, that song that she sang uh, with him just sitting at the desk, the camera's on him just about the whole time that she's singing to him. And he, I think... We had, or somebody had the, uh, like, Johnny Carson box set that was, like, going back through all of his greatest moments. And mm -hmm. there was one tape in that, it was a VHS set. This is going right. back to early 90s, or mid-90s, probably. And there was just one tape that I think was just on the last episode, or it might have been the whole last episode. And uh, I remember that, and he actually requested that she come and sing and sing that song that she did what i think one more for the road mm -hmm. something like that but there is a whole johnny carson channel on pluto tv that's right yeah people can still go relive it uh on june 13th the chicago bulls defeated the portland trailblazers to win their third straight nba championship and i remember that well not long after that michael jordan hangs it up for a little while that was the uh the series where he's hitting all those three pointers and kind of shrugs back to the, uh, I think it's magic and probably um, Marv Albert that was calling the game, you know, just looks back. And he's <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just shooting and they're going in. I don't know if you saw the interview he'd done two or three weeks ago. Somebody was asking him the, uh, the final three Pete they'd done the second three Pete. Mm -hmm. uh, a reporter was asking him, you know, do you think that team could play with like LeBron's Lakers today? Who would win? And Jordan said, well, you know, we'd probably beat them by three or four points. And the reporter said only three or four points. And Jordan says, well, hell son, we're all in our sixties now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a great answer. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We can only beat them by a few. Now we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> Another big one here, July 18th, pop music artist Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown tied the knot. And it was all downhill, downhill from, from there. there. Yes, yeah. yes. That's so sad. It's, yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> Don't mean to make fun of it, but 
Uh, mm. From July 25th to August 9th, the Summer Olympics, officially known as the Games of the 25th Olympiad, were held in Barcelona, Spain. A total of 9,356 athletes participated. And that was the summer of Dan versus Dave, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. And then one of them didn't make it. They spent all that money hiking, <laughs> right, yeah. one of them didn't even make it. One of them didn't qualify. Yeah, that's right. That was, of course, the uh, the summer of the Dream Team, too, which we yes, talked we about talked in length about. Uh, it was a couple episodes ago. Yeah, that's why I didn't put much more info on the Dream Team in here, because we've already covered that. On August 11th, the Mall of America opened in Bloomington, Minnesota. It had 330 stores and 10,000 employees. And three years later, the first episode of WCW Monday Nitro was filmed live at the Mall of America. That's the only thing I associate with the Mall of America. I'd, I've just never, never been there. It was big have a roller coaster in there, it, too. Yeah, I was going to say it's big <laughs> enough. It has a full-size roller coaster in it. Yeah. Uh, on October 1st, the Cartoon Network was launched on cable television. That was probably a big one for a lot of our listeners. Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, if I, that was probably more, they didn't have like original Cartoon Network shows then. It was probably what no. more. It was what, you know, when right. Boomerang started yes. and it was all the old Hanna-Barbera, that's what Cartoon Network was when it started. Okay. Uh, maybe the biggest story on here, October 14th. <sighs> The Atlanta Braves defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates in game seven of the NLCS on a slide by former pirate Sid Bream to advance to the World Series. And, and for people who's not familiar. Or did they win? I, no, they, they a, got beat. No, they yeah. lost. I put a picture of the slide on here for folks who've not yeah. seen it. And yeah, Jason was you, giving you me, me crap. Twitching, twitching for the rest yeah. of the episode. Just, you know. Jason was giving me crap about putting a picture on there. I mean, I could have put a video. I'm surprised you didn't like a 10 hour loop that's on YouTube of the Sid Bream slide over and over and over again. I may have to go on here and change this before you folks hear it. It may be a video by the time you're listening to this. (laughs) Uh, Uh, On October 20th in the first world series game outside of the United States, the Toronto Jays beat the Atlanta Braves. And then they would go on to beat them a few more times to clinch the series. Yeah. That was the, uh, Joe Carter walk off was I thought was that ninety two or ninety three against the Phillies? Maybe it was the Phillies. I'm not real sure, but yeah, but he they, had. Yeah, I, I they went back to back years. Did they? The okay, they did. yeah, maybe that's what it was then. I just can't remember which year that one happened in, but it all started on October fourteenth with the Sid Bream yep. slide. Uh, twenty years of losing seasons after that. on november 3rd democrat bill clinton was elected president of the united states by defeating incumbent president george hw bush and and it was all downhill from there (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say uh and uh ross perot yep see what you're gonna hear is a great big sucking sound (laughs) talking about nafta and that's exactly oh. what happened. And it was all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. On November 20th, Windsor Castle, one of the official residences of Queen Elizabeth, suffered a serious fire. Unofficialroyalty.com points out that Windsor Castle has been a royal residence for over 900 years and has the distinction of being the world's longest occupied castle and the world's largest 
occupied castle. Well, now your wife would appreciate that. <laughs> yes. She keeps up at the Royals. I'm sure she knew that. Happened. She probably cried that day when it burnt. Hmm. Well, she probably cried two, on, two more news items from now. On December 8th, NBC announced that the sitcom Cheers would broadcast its final episode in May 1993. Yeah, that was a long-running show. What, 12 seasons? I mean, it was, it was, it was up, up there. there. I mean, it wasn't no mash, but it was a pretty big mm-hmm. farewell. Uh, on December 9th, Prince Charles and Princess Diana announced that they were separating after 11 years of marriage. Yeah, I'm not sure she cried about that one. Yeah, she might not have. <laughs> uh, on December 31st, Major League Baseball outfielder David Justice married actress Halle Berry. It, so it was, was all down for the it Braves. Was all downhill from there. Yeah. It's funny that how lasted, that works. What, maybe it? a year? I don't know. I, I don't know. The only thing I remember about them two is uh, the movie Executive Decision has a the end scene. There's a joke about her liking baseball players or something. Mm. Went over my head. Mm-hmm. All right, so how about you? You okay. go through the economics of 1992. Some the quick stuff economics, on prices. Yeah, a first-class postage stamp, which is now 59 cents, was 29 cents. Average price for a gallon of gas, $1.13. Oh, I wish I had those days And it's back. been all downhill from <laughs> The federal minimum wage was $4.25 an hour. The unemployment rate was 6.8%. What is it nowadays? Probably like Hell, 30. It fluctuates so much right now. <laughs> yeah. But they're kind of getting paid. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, and an ounce of gold was $350.90. And it's probably what? I'm 10 times that. that. Now. I'm looking yeah, at I think right that now. Let's see. 2,000 an ounce? I don't know. Uh, $1,794. Yeah. So that uh, would have been a good investment back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gallon of milk, two seventy eight. I only pay like two ninety nine now, so that's yeah, it's not too. Of far course, away. the government regulates the milk prices with their subsidies to the dairy farmers to mm-hmm. keep the milk prices low. Dozen eggs, ninety three cents. Average household income was thirty thousand six hundred and thirty six dollars, which is about another twelve hundred. About $1,200 higher than the previous year. Average price for a new car, $16,950. Love to have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, cost of a 30-second Super Bowl ad, $850,000. What is it now? It's got to be like $5 million. Let me see. Uh, $6 million. $6 million. yeah. That was for last year. Okay. Almost close. I'm getting close on these prices. And then the price of a compact disc, which was uh, at their peak, or at least uh, overtook. I, well, I think you have a, a fact in I, here about that. I do. Um, $11.98 for a CD. Yep. And then we go on to the highest grossing films of 1992. This surprised me. Aladdin was number one for the year. I mean, I knew uh, it was. Big, but I didn't know. Looking at these other movies, 
Yeah, that's not well, so surprising yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But 92 was a great year of movies. And uh, if you doubt that or you agree with it, Box Office 30 podcasts here on the Retro Network, they're about to dive into the year of 1992. They look at movies from 30 years in the past. Two episodes a month, one episode, they kind of review all the movies for that month that they're in. And then they do a deep dive full review on a movie from that month. And they usually here lately have been letting their listeners decide what movie that'll be via a Twitter poll. So you can go to Twitter at box office 30 and check that out. I voted. What'd you vote for this time? Last boy scout. Uh, I voted for uh, father of the bride. Number two, home alone lost in New York. That probably could have been higher, but it come out late in the year. So, yeah, gotcha. Uh, number three, Batman returns, which I went to the theater and saw. Uh, number four, Lethal Weapon 3, A uh, Few Good Men After That, and Sister Act, The Bodyguard, Wayne's World, Basic Instinct, and 10th was A League of Their Own, which I think is my favorite movie of that whole list. I saw Wayne's World in the theater and probably <laughs> Home Alone out of those. I don't think I saw Batman Returns in the theater. I did. I remember a buddy of mine, we went to the mall and got dropped off and went and watched that. I might put. No, uh, no, no. I, God, I, I, my brain is gone. We went and watched Hook, which is uh, like Michael from Box Office 30's favorite movie. We went and watched <laughs> Hook and saw the posters for Batman Returns. That's the first time I had heard that Batman Returns, the sequel was coming out. That's what it was. And then the most popular TV shows of 1992. Big surprise here. <laughs> 60 minutes on CBS. It's kind of uh, been its heyday there. I mean, yeah. it's, it's had many heydays, but that was one of them. Number two, Roseanne on ABC. Home Improvement on ABC was number three. Back to CBS, Murphy Brown and Murder, She Wrote at four and five. Then back to ABC, Coach and uh, Monday Night Football, of course, always brought in the ratings. Back to CBS, the CBS Sunday night movie came in the top 10. That's crazy to me. Well, for 1992, it's not totally crazy. Well, and you're coming off of two, probably the two most popular shows on CBS, 60 Minutes and Murder, She Wrote. And I'm pretty sure 92 was the year they started the uh, rotating, returning movie block thing so well it's a good example not that this was one of them but like the perry mason movies mm-hmm. it was like you got it was a rotation of either four or six things so like every six weeks it was gonna be a perry mason movie and uh oh, I, I got stuff you. like that so like a columbo movie every six weeks perry mason movie every six weeks stuff like that i got you. smoke movies so it's not really surprising because it was most of it was based on popular TV show characters. I can't remember if that was the year or not. Larry Hagman done a uh, uh, like a judge, a Navy judge movie every six weeks or something. <laughs> really? I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, but they were in rotation one of those years. I'm pretty sure it was 92, which may explain why it was in the top 10 because you know how old folks like Columbo and stuff. Yeah. You're watching uh, 60 minutes and murder. She wrote, you're the age group. You're the target audience there for this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. And then uh, rounding out the top 10, Cheers at number nine, the only NBC show in the top 10. And then Full House was number 10 from ABC. And then we go on to our top 40 songs for 1992. I don't know if you want to go through all of these, but we'll go through the top 10. Okay. Okay. There's some good ones in here. Boyced Men, End of the Road, number one. I don't know how. I don't know how it beat number two. Baby Got Back from Sir Mix a Lot. <laughs> that was I'm a huge sure. song, too. I'm not sure this list is 100% accurate because three is crisscross with jump. Uh, I don't remember it being, I mean, it was, it was, it was huge, a fad, man. but I don't know that it was third, but you know, third top song yeah. of the year. What else have we got? Um, number four from Vanessa Williams, Save the Best for Last. No clue about that song. That seems high on the list. Number five, TLC with Baby, Baby, Baby. Not familiar. Mm-hmm. Number six, Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. Great song. Written about Very his father song. passing on. Number seven, In Vogue with My Lovin' You're Never Gonna Get It. That don't seem very grammatically correct there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Number eight, Red Hot Chili Peppers with Under the Bridge. Oh, I love Their that song. Probably my dedication favorite one. to heroin and depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Color Me Bad, All for Love. <laughs> those those guys one. were huge. Yeah. Yeah, they were, but I don't remember that song. And number 10, Just Another Day by John Cicada. 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 Mm-hmm. Like that Mom, summer cricket thing. Mom was a, <laughs> not quite. Uh, my mom was a huge fan. Had the several singles by John Cicada, so very familiar. It was big on the adult contemporary stations. Mm. Going right. through uh, some of these other ones, just kind of scrolling through. I'm too sexy, right? Said Fred. Oh, God. Uh, two below at Achy Breaky Heart from Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh-huh. And November Rain, two below that. Yeah. Well, November Rain really had its big year in 93. So this, you know, that album may not have come out till late in the year. So is it 93? Okay. Higher. Yeah, that's when it also jump around. Weird. Yeah, there's some other good ones on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bohemian like Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen making the top 40 <laughs> in 1992. Yep. Number 39. Thanks to Because Wayne's of Wayne's world. world. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. All right. Other notable notes for 1992. In 1992, the most popular baby names were Michael and Ashley. Hmm. That's why we still have so many of them today. The average life expectancy at birth in the U.S. was 75.8 years. Hmm. I wonder what it is now. I have no idea. Person of the year, according to Time magazine, was President Bill Clinton. Oh, Willie. Slick Willie, some people call Slick Willie, yep. Bread machines, first introduced in Japan in 86, made their way into the American kitchen for the first time. I still have one and still use it. So. We had one up to a couple years ago. I used it mainly for, uh, would do soft pretzels, do my dough in there. Hmm. And uh, two more. The nicotine patch was introduced to help reduce cigarette cravings that are associated with quitting smoking. By the end of the year, over 5 million people were using the patch and sales of the product reached 1 billion. I tried the patch. I mm-hmm. tried it a couple times. I, 
they just taste like crap when you smoke them. I don't know why anybody <laughs> would want. I mean, that burning plastic and sing it. Yeah. Gosh. Kill you, man. It's as bad as fake meat. What about the gum? Have you tried the uh, nicotine gum? No. Well, I, I used to when I flew. I would take the gum and chew it. But yeah. And then finally, for the first time in 1992, CDs were more popular than cassette tapes for recorded music. And I can attest to that. That was definitely uh, knee-deep in uh, Columbia House and BMG in 1992, ordering those CDs. And I remember the record store in the mall uh, nearby having them in there, and I bought a few. Probably, I, I still have uh, all of my CDs from when I first started collecting, so <laughs> I've got a lot that are 30 years old still saved. Hmm. That's it. That's our mm-hmm. uh, 92 time capsule. Yeah. Not a banner year, but I'm sure it's more fondly remembered than 2022 will be when it's all said and done. Mm. Or 2021, I should say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want to be a pessimist here. We just started. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Well, that was fun, man. That was that was good going through all those. Brought back some memories. Hopefully it did for you guys, too, listening. And uh, let us know in the comments, of course either over there on Slack or on social media, what uh, 1992 events kind of rang a bell with you, maybe something you forgot. But anyway, let's uh, jump back in the time machine. We'll head back to the present day, tell you what's coming up in After Hours tonight. We hope you enjoyed our 1992 time capsule. If you've got something, like I said, to uh, chime in on, would love to hear from you this week at TRN Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at RD80s for me, at Yesterdayville for Mick, if you want to reach us directly. We also have a brand new After Hours show coming up tonight on Patreon in our VIP vault at 6 p.m. Eastern, which will feature... And Jason thought we weren't going to do any retro rumbles this week. No, he was wrong. saved them all for... Yeah, we're going to do a few. And what I decided to do, I'm going to randomize them and take the first ones off the list that you and I have submitted. So okay. none of the general audience will miss hearing all the great battles that people like Karen and Stacy and Gary and everybody have suggested. So okay. this after hours will just be some of the ones you and I have suggested through time that's got added to the list. Sounds good to me. Well, if you are uh, not joining us tonight, which we hope you would, we'll likely be doing another Retro Rumble next week. But we hope you will join us. Patreon.com forward slash The Retro Network. Sign up for a dollar. Sign up for five dollars, mainly to uh, get all of that exclusive content, podcasts, and the VIP lounge Slack chat that we're always talking to you about. So... We will uh, see, hopefully, you tonight on Patreon. If not, we'll see you next week in time. All right. Close all these winders. 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 You know... 
Bill Gates lived in the South, we'd have had Microsoft Windows instead of Windows. <laughs> yep. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>